Welcome to the Art of the Dive. I'm here with Nick. Game week one, baby. We're it's back. over. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, how do you feel? How's well? How was your week? How was your week? Uh, week was good. It's always exciting to have the games on again. Just sit in front of the TV for like seven hours Saturday and Sunday watching football. Did you I get to watch that. actually? I did. So. Um, we have like a small family cottage in central Wisconsin that we were visiting and my wife and sister-in-law were doing some projects together. So I literally just hung out on the couch, held the baby and watched football for like the entire morning on Saturday morning. So I caught a good chunk of the games, which is always good because that's usually how I base my decision making processes on on FPL is like my eye test. So it's always good when I get to do the eye test and not just wing it, you know? Yeah, that's always good. I didn't really get to mo- watch much at all. Um, I did get to watch my Arsenal team. Um, in fact, it was really frustrating because I was working this weekend. Classic. And uh, I got home, was like, well, I hope I don't have to stay up too late, get to watch the game. And then the did you hear about that whole situation with Arsenal? No, what happened? I missed that one. That one was the early game for us. Yeah, so the ticket styles were, like, busted. So the game started, like, 45 minutes late. I was so mad. But I did stay up to watch it. Um, It was all right. I mean, they won, so I guess I can be happy about that. But overall, eye test-wise, they didn't look great. Got the dub. Didn't Um, they have uh, Timber went out towards ACL or something like that? Yeah, so that looked great. Yeah, he looked great, torn ACL, one half in. The I think the worst part was <clears throat> he hurt himself in the first half, and Physio's like, you're good. And then he tore it in the second half. Damn, that really sucks. I mean, one game weekend and already losing, like, a key key defensive player. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I wasn't sure if we were going to actually get to pod. Thank, thank goodness Nick's here. He's the best. But I was, like, literally, like, prepping myself oh, yeah. for a solo pod, which... I haven't done. I think Marco's done a couple. <laughs> You're just going to cry hard. like for 15 well, minutes straight. You're just going to cry and be like, injured again. Already you know, I lost was... a defender. This happened last year. <laughs> We're not going to win the league. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I was going to just like mentally prep for a solo pod and be like, you know, some of the darkest days I can remember was when I like hurt my foot in college and it's like not even close to the same level, but you have to feel for like guys like that. Um, you know, he new club, new, new town. And then you're out for the entire season. It's just like, yeah. that's gotta be rough. I mean, you're still getting paid. Don't get me wrong, but that's still tough. And I mean, there's been a lot of ACL tears, right? Like Courtois, uh Buendia. Buendia, yeah didn't another um player tear i can't think of his name i think he's on villa too right didn't mings is it mings oh yeah not... he had an injury there and that was pretty oh, okay. big for them too because they were i think they were like tied 1-1 at that point and yeah. then like their defense just like collapsed basically yeah i i mean that was a pretty impressive like showing by newcastle but i think like those are the little things that if you don't like look into it yeah. So, any um, big surprises for you this game week? Probably aside from that Newcastle five-one destruction of Villa. Um, 
I think that one was the big one. I was expecting Villa to maybe perform a little bit better than like losing five to one, but Newcastle is so strong, you know, like, yeah. like I was just amazed. So that was one of the games that I actually got to watch most of. And it was, okay. you know, like the players that they started were, had great performances. And then the subs that they brought in, they brought in like Barnes and Wilson. And it's like, they just picked up like exactly where the starters left off. And, yeah, and just like, it was impressive. Yeah. They just, they just railed Villa. Uh, it was it was a route for sure. So that was uh, yeah. a little bit of a shock. I think I had Villa like maybe finishing mid table or like being a little bit more competitive against Newcastle. So we'll see how it goes. But I think the the Ming's injury hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. They tried to play like a high line or offside trap, and it really just backfired. And they got torched on the counter so many times. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. That was that was a rough one to watch. Luckily, though, I did have Diaby. Only, yeah. Oh, I brought, nice, nice. I brought Diaby, and so I have to shout out uh, two point oh in the in the pod because he talked me out of Easy E in the Discord like the night before the lineups were set. And he was like, "I don't know if we should go with Easy E," and hmm. uh, I can't I can't tell if he was being serious or trying to like swerve people, but it worked out because I immediately moved out Easy E and brought in Diaby, who's got a return. Yeah. So. Well, let's Thanks. let's roll into our teams a little bit. Um, we can always talk about Jim's team and Marco's team because thank you for putting that. Yeah, because they suck. They suck. Uh, you want? Do you want to go first or should I go yeah, first? Yeah, I'll just keep rolling. So my team, um, I'm basically pretty template. You know, like I had Gabriel Saliba. So the news about um, Gabriel not starting was a little bit of a, yeah. a downer. But Gabriel Shaw, Estupinian as my starting defenders. I had Pickford in goal because I'm an idiot and think Everton somehow is going to keep clean sheets under Dyche, but that's just like a, that's a stupid folly. Uh, uh, Salah, Rashford, Diaby, and Saka were my mids, so a pretty template there um, with the Diaby, the nice little play. And then Jao Pedro got the, the PK, and he actually looked pretty good in that game against Luton. Mm-hmm. It's Luton. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. One of our Discord, Bobby Love, sent it in. I yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I was embarrassed because yeah. I thought it was Lutton, like mutton. <laughs> like it's not. Lutton. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was not good. And then Captain Holland, like everyone else. Um, I did what have seven people. points on my bench from Chilwell, so that was kind of a downer. I was expecting like a little bit more of an open game, so I thought maybe uh, Liverpool would score a few more on Chelsea and it would be good to start a defender but he looked yeah. really good, really high up the field. and yeah. So I finished so what was your point total? 78 total points, a game week oh, rank nice. of just over a million, which is a pretty fair start, I would say. Um, I mentioned on the pod earlier, like I'm not a very good FPL player, so I will take it. How did you do? That's, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, anytime you, you're above the average, which was 64. So I ended up with 75, um, and I did get to watch a, the beginning of that Brighton game, and I was like, Thank goodness I went with uh, Pedro. He was kind of a tough decision. Um, so I had him in Holland. Holland captained. So I went very like middle of the road mids. Um, my late switch was instead of Watkins was uh, Jackson Pedro, um, which I was debating. And then instead of Chilwell, I thought I'd get a little bit fancy and go Shaw who got a clean sheet, and yet I'm sad that I have Shaw, which is really weird. Um, but Chilwell looks so good. I, I literally 
with my like overnight shifts, I like, you know, like I kind of like days in and out and I'll wake up in the middle of the day and I looked at my phone and I was like, oh God, Chilwell has an assist. And literally right when I woke up, it's like Chilwell goal. And I was like, you got to be like fucking kidding me. And then they called it back and I was like, thank God that would have been absolute disaster. Um, but obviously he looked good. Uh, so I had Gabriel as well, which dumb, um, we'll probably talk about that a little bit more. And then a stupid, a stupid Jan, uh, John stone locked out there. And then I thought I was sitting pretty with like Rashford Fernandez to play on Monday. And apparently they looked like garbage. I didn't yeah. watch the game. I so. watched the highlights. I didn't get to see the game. Man, you looked so bad. And they got like run basically off the field by wolves and they were lucky to, to score squeak away with a point or three points there but like i think watching the the highlights i remember seeing like maybe two chances rashford had one shot in the first half that they covered in the highlights and then like uh neto and uh cunha for wolves they just Mm -hmm. looked like incredible they were just running all over the defense it was like weird what is going on with Manu? I thought they were going to like come out of the gates just firing on all cylinders, and they did not look good. And that was at I, home too, so it was like, yeah, I don't, was I don't have an explanation for what happened there. That was a shocker, and of course, like the dumbest thing about that, they win. Like that's what mm-hmm. I want. I, like if you're gonna play like that, like at least tie or lose the game. Yeah. Um, oh, and there was a controversial like no oh, no yeah. call uh, PK on Onana. Basically, I watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and then VAR came out, or the whatever the the refing entity came out the next day and was like, "I'm sorry, we made a mistake." It's like <laughs> that's that's like the worst thing you could do. Just like, just come yeah. out and be like, "Sorry, we messed up." It's like, don't mess up, don't make mistakes. I was like, like thinking, I was yeah. like, did the did that ref on VAR just like walk away and go get like a coffee at that time? <laughs> she's like, that's terrible. I'm um, yeah, I'm know. guessing that like he's he's paid by some man U like um executives or something or like the owners like they have oh, some kind of life. dark channel like back alley cash yeah. agreement like yeah you're not gonna call this pk if it goes to var you just gotta look the other yeah. way and you're gonna get suspended but you're gonna have to take that because we we need all the points we can get i'm not a big conspiracy guy but like i i don't like it's just not that far past the realm honestly which is sad of all the clubs um, then- though do you think you think uh, Man U would be the most likely to perpetrate some kind of like nefarious dealings to to I don't know. I do, the refs or especially something? just with like the PK. Like, you know how they're like I think they're first in PKs over the last three or four years, and like you think about it, you're like, okay, last year they were decent, but like years prior, you're like, wait a second, how was Man United got the most PKs over? The-? You know, I know it's kind of a random stat, but you're like. Mm, just makes you wonder a little bit and then like a call like that you're like mm. <laughs> like okay yeah. i mean makes as you a, like think, a pretty it makes you wonder like uh, yeah they... i mean i wanted i i like wanted man you to do well but like you're like that's a p that's a pk like through and through the yeah. only other thing that i was disappointed on though we'll we'll wrap this up so we're not like focusing too much on the refs but I did bring in Richarlison for Motoma right at the end, and I was kind of sad. Ah, uh, never do that. Never listen to Jim. Jim likes these sneaky <sighs> plays like Richarlison and Havertz, and he paid the price for that. I did pay the price for that, um, and we'll talk about it. Honestly, I've heard some good things about Richarlison. I got to watch the stat or the game a little bit, but then I looked at his underlines, and it was pretty terrible, so I don't know. 
Um, but overall 75, 1.6 million. So not like putting myself in the worst spot, except I'm scared next week, which we'll talk about. Um, so overall, yeah, not a bad week. Jim had a game week of 61. Oof. Five mil Marco four mil at 64. So right on the average. So not great for them. Uh, did you check out the hive team by chance? We can, I can pull that up. They did pretty well. I think, um, in our, league dive i think they're in like third place or something like that they always oh, do well yeah um or in the psl super league uh, my mistake okay. so they're tied for second they got 84 points had a great yeah. game week um really in the good. top 300k overall for the game week rank so yeah. like they they crushed it and it's it's just interesting like you get that um i don't know the the voting maybe smooths out some of those like inconsistencies or weirdnesses in terms of player selection where mm-hmm. you know like Havertz is actually in their lineup but like they have a pretty solid team um so and they they nailed Madison so that was good they had Saka Rashford Matoma and Havertz as their mids Estupinian Gabriel and Chilwell as the defenders and then Watkins and Holland so like got a return nice. from most of the players and then Onana as the as their goalkeeper was solid with nine points, although that would have changed had the, you know, the yeah. PK been called and had he gotten and, in trouble and the appropriate decisions did. been made. But you know, that's that's part of the game. Yeah, so they're 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 flying right now. Um, maybe, maybe it's Team Dive paying the ref off. Who knows? The our, yeah, Hive. our Discord members are like going into the VAR booth and like we need a, a decent performance this week. So you can we have Onana as our keeper. You cannot call a PK. He is like. Uh, a t-shirt that jake messed up from five years ago that as your payment <laughs> the guy's like oh yeah wow this is a nice shirt this is really nice i can't really I can't see the see design it. uh <laughs> but it's a good shirt uh okay you got it anything you want yeah okay yeah no call uh bet check i like this um which I feel like we had some other hot takes that we'll have to look into, but unfortunately not looking good for Nick. So Estupinian, uh, March, and Pedro all in the top 10. But I will say March's goal was a little lucky. I mean, good header and well taken, but header goals are always tough to come by. So we'll see. Pe- Pedro, though, I'm glad I have him. He had that I mean, they played Luton. Chance. Yeah, and they played Luton. Well, I got so. four weeks to go. I got four weeks. Yeah. So, like, you know, things could turn around. Um, yeah. But yeah, the bet is that through the first five game weeks, no Brighton player will be in the top 10 as far as defenders, mids, or, or forwards. So that's not looking good with three guys already in the, the top 10 as it stands. But yeah, there's a few more games to go, so that could change. They're not going to get to play Luton every week. So that'll that'll change things, I think. Yeah, so I think that I agree, but uh, they sure look good. And I think... Estupinian had a great pass to Pedro and he whiffed too. That would have been oof. Would have been yeah. nice, but I think a lot of a lot of the Twitter people have both of them, so hard hard to say, but still would have helped. Uh okay, so let's do standings. Do you want to take PSL or League Dive? I'll go with uh League Dive since I got it up. I can just okay. read off like the top five here. Because this is yeah. just like a bunch of random people who probably join like every single league that's out there and, and just crush it um well, so you can only join 20 but yeah. yeah yeah well i mean league dive is probably up there in terms of one of the top 20 leagues across the entire game right 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll cl- I'll close it after this week. I'll make sure to close it. I think, or I'll have okay. Marco close it. So yeah, no more no more new people. You got to be an early adopter for us. So mm-hmm. all right. So in tied for third, but so these are the top five standings. We have Ten Hag Alugi, managed by TX Mize with ninety one points. Next is the weekend starts here, managed by James Silk, ninety one points. Friggin' bonkers, mate managed by gustav obe 91 points and then uh tied for first right now we have oi oi savaloy and jürgen uber alice with 93 points so way to go michael charman and mickey bell for doing it um nice yeah it's 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 a good good group of random people that have no connection to this podcast Hey, but it's that's League Dive for you. Uh, Witter will get uh, free merch, by the way. So we talked about it. Definitely top three. Um, so yeah, uh, maybe they could actually, you know, follow us on Twitter. Uh, you know, and if you are listening podcast, and you're part retweet. of that League Dive, yeah, like uh, yeah. shout us out or you know think about joining the Discord so you can come out of the shadows and instead of remain anonymous and and we can yeah. get you that merch so that you can show off to all your friends and family how good you are at at winning a, a middling league in fantasy premier league Whoa. yeah fair okay uh top five i'm just gonna do top four because they're all tied uh except for boo andrew Mwangi, number one in psl the best league in fpl uh 87 right. points very solid number two Saka white rice marvin andre 84 Boys in the Hood, uh, Pav Patel, 84, like the name. Number two, The Art of the Dive, like we talked about, Team Dive, 84. I'll do the last two because they're tied at 83. Uh, Sporting Sidebirds, Gaz, big supporter. I appreciate appreciate Gaz. And then number uh, five as well, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, Matthew Hall, always a perennial powerhouse. So there you go. We should um, do a top ten, don't you think? Nope, nope, nope. So in 10th place, we've got Dick City managed by the real Dr. Jacob Close, a.k.a. Nick. Uh, In 9th place, we've got Hall and Oates managed by George Kenny. And then in 7th, tied for 7th, we got Fleck and the Bean managed by Bobby Love and Early Bath United managed by Ken McDowell. So well done, guys. First game week in the bag, and and we've got our top 10 laid out, the, the teams that we're all chasing at this point, especially Dick City, I would say. Yeah, I'm coming too. The other Dr. Jacob Close. Not the real one, though. Is your team um, named Dick City as well? It is not. Oh. It is not. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and hit some questions up. We'll talk a little bit about the game week. So, let's go. Let's follow your team. Kenny, Kenny wrote in, uh, Captain and Angry subbed off Salah, home versus Bournemouth, or stick with the big Norwegian. What's your thoughts? I will be captaining Sala, despite him being subbed off. Uh, I know that he was not super happy about that, and he generally plays 90 and never gets subbed off, so that was a little bit of a surprise. But mm-hmm. um, I think Liverpool at home against Bournemouth is just such a juicy matchup that I cannot say no to that. Um, and actually, yeah. I did kind of a stupid move already where I, I, I'm bringing in Luis Diaz for Rashford. <laughs> So I was I watched the Man U highlights and I was like they are so garbage and I do not like Man U as a team. So I'm moving out Rashford and saving some money and I'm bringing in Luis Diaz. I'm kind of it's a flyer a little bit, 
but yeah. uh, he had some, a pretty good XGI for that first game. I'm really trying to hit early on like the Liverpool assets that are going to perform well this season. So it yeah. could really come back to bite me, but yeah, I'm captaining Salah, bringing in Luis Diaz. I think Liverpool at home, they're always strong. Bournemouth, if you remember last year, I think, what did they, they drop eight or nine goals on them i think bobby Firmino was like the beneficiary of that though and i think Salah blanked that game which is kind of crazy yeah. uh so um that is kind of where i'm at i do think holland isn't a bad shout for captain because he's projected second in terms of points so like if you just want to keep the captain armband on holland there's no shame in that and i think that's a fair move as well but being a fan of Liverpool and really uh, wanting to capitalize on like a solid return, maybe if he's not owned by as many people, that could that could maybe work out well for my you know overall yeah. rank. We'll see. I don't I don't see why you don't like if you went with Salah, you gotta captain him here, and it just makes sense. I think that nine goal like with him without him scoring was just a really weird anomaly. Um, and Chelsea weren't bad. I watched like the replays of that game, and I think Chelsea are going to be pretty decent this year. We'll see. It's one week. Uh, but I agree with you. I'm going to Captain Holland and hide behind my couch because I know Salah is going to destroy them. But I do like the Diaz shout. I don't know if I would have moved that quickly. <sighs> we'll talk a little bit about Man United. Um, but let's do another question uh, written in. So... Next one, um, Thomas Bracken. Do you have any regrets in your game week one selections? So I kind of answered with the no chill. Well, like he's definitely getting brought in after this week against West Ham. So I'm hoping they don't clean, but it's going to kind of be a waste of a transfer, unfortunately for me, especially since they gave up a clean and he still outscored Shaw, which is kind of absurd, but that's what happens when you get attacking returns. And I do think attacking defenders is crucial so kind of to go along with that i'm i really wanted to do white and i like the way white played against uh forest i think he's gonna be better than gabriel moving forward but the injury to timber does i'm I'm not moving gabriel he's like he's nailed now i I don't see him not playing a lot but that's the big one and then richarlison i could have gone with literally any other 6.5 midfielder they all returned except easy who but honestly looked probably the second if not first best out of the 6.5 but that's like if you went with him do not move him he had a xg of like over one and an xa over 0.5 like he is going to be useful i don't even care that he plays arsenal i would consider starting him this week He's a fun player to watch. He's really good. I think that's why yeah. he's so desirable as an FPL option. It's just hard hard to have a good player on Crystal Palace and, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it goes though. so sometimes. Like we talk about like are you going to go based on the results and the eye test or based on like, you know, a little bit more analysis, but he passed the eye test too. It's not like yeah. he played bad. Um he was unlucky, but you know, Barnes returned which crazy he didn't even play he played what for like 22 minutes yeah he, he was barely on the field and he was all right he had like two breakaways matoma looked good um diaby you already mentioned and buemo got a pk yeah. I, there's so many choices like honestly i think if i would have redone this year i would have just gone all 6.5s and sala and i always think that when i look at the 6.5s i'm like oh they look really good and then they all 
they all start poorly and this year they all started great and that's just the way fpl goes sometimes but even Matto, i mean Matto was someone that i could have stretched to instead of richarlison but i tried to save that 0.5 and i think i'm gonna regret it that's the way it goes so uh any other big regrets for you i regret not starting Chillwell for sure yeah, but funny. actually i was pretty satisfied with the way things panned out like mm-hmm. kind of at the 11th hour i brought in estupignan and uh oh. and moved out easy which you know may come back to bite me in the long run but usually what i do before the beginning of the season is i get to into tinkering mode where mm-hmm. you know i'm like moving players around i think i mentioned this like i had maddie cash which actually wouldn't have been a bad play <laughs> because i think he ended up like getting a return or something or did he um, get an assist on the one goal oh no it was watkins it was watkins oh, okay but he d- he didn't look bad and he had a pretty good pretty good underlying stats. But anyways, like I usually end up with like some really weird players on my team through tinkering mode and mm-hmm. like Thursday night I was looking at our Discord and some of the chat and then I was like I can't have all these weird players. I just got to go a little bit more template. Yeah. So I decided to move into more of a template mode. I actually moved out um Jackson cuz I was mm-hmm. also thinking like he's a new striker in kind of like a n- yeah. new Chelsea system. I just I don't don't have the data to back up that decision. So that I ended up working out. So like surprisingly, I have a lot f- a, a lot fewer regrets than I've had in previous seasons after the first game week. Um, yeah, that's But fair. I'm probably going to I'm going to regret moving uh, Rashford out for Luis Diaz and have Luis Diaz like not a good play or something like that. I'm I'm hoping you're right because um, you do that and I kept Rashford but I will say Rashford's I don't think I was a little nervous about him playing up top like it's a different position and it's not yeah. always easy to do that and I I, do, I think he's out of his element and Fernandez I heard again I gotta watch it but he was further back and uh, Pav really was helpful who's again in the top five was talking about how Bruno really wasn't playing the number 10 and he's good at the number 10 for them but that's not what he's where he's playing. So then, yeah, yeah he's kind of useless. I honestly would move Bruno out first based on what I've been kind of looking at. Um, but Rashford's pretty close. There was Thomas Bracken wrote in. I don't think we added this in there, but I do want to talk about it because we brought it up already. Did we overlook Newcastle? Yes and no. I will be quite honest. I was very close to bringing in Isaac, but then I was like, what if Wilson just starts and plays 80 to 90 minutes? Or if Isaac plays out on the left wing like he did last year sometimes. I didn't think that was as likely. But yeah, I think if I had I known who was going to start, I would have gone with them um, instead of Jackson. But Jackson looked good. I think his XG was close to one. So I'm not nervous. And like we talked about, they did get a little lucky with the Mings injury. Anytime you lose a defender, that's really hard to fix in game. But like they play city liverpool brighton so i'm not like gonna be reaching for them right now and then after that it's like rotation time so i i don't yeah yeah they definitely they definitely have rotation issues and congestion in terms of each of their players like like i said their starters looked great but then the second string guys came on barnes and wilson came on and looked just as dangerous and i could see rotation being a factor for for that team. I don't think Tonali is going to continue to perform in no. in the way that he did in the first game. And like you said, the matchups just aren't there. Like 
City, Liverpool, Brighton coming up that don't don't look great. Um, so that I think that's part of the decision making. But it's always tough, you know, when they're they look like the the best team out of the gates, and you want to mm-hmm. capitalize on having you know a few of those guys in your team. I I think we all knew that Newcastle was going to be good and would challenge again for that top four just they have a deep team and they have good players and they've made smart moves but in terms Again, of FTL yeah I don't know who to take in and then like you said uh game week what six we're we're looking at fixture congestion with uh Champions League and mm-hmm. I you know just wait and see I think take the next few weeks and and see how it pans out like if if Isaac continues to start I know that he already price price rose, so that's that's a little bit of a downer. He's already seven point six, so um, that's also something to consider. Is like, do you need to make a move quickly to take advantage of the price points, or is that just like following that herd mentality of a lot of casuals doing quick quick switches and yeah, um, you know, not being well informed. Yeah, but I could also see Wilson starting the next game too, just cause, um, yeah. like you said. So I think that, let me see, um, I do want to get Gaz wrote in, which is always a fair question, because I'm doing it. Is it ever worth a rotating goalkeeper strategy? Probably not, but I will be starting Turner against Sheffield. Turner looked good. He's a good goalkeeper, and that's not just the Americanism in our pod, um, but we love Matt Turner here in America. But yeah, he made a nice save when Declan Rice hit one from just outside the box otherwise they would have been down three zero and he almost got him a point in that game yeah yeah so i i would say i would agree with you like rotating goalkeepers is tough but if you can pick like a really nice nice matchup like a sheffield it's gonna yeah you gotta play it like that i guess but it could also bite me in the ass and like john stone could have nine saves against arsenal and somehow get a clean sheet and then turner could let in a random ass goal against sheffield (laughs) yeah that's that's the annoying thing it's like you got to get your you got to get your decisions right you have to be correct for that to work and it's easier just to like set and forget your goalkeeper in terms of like a lower price goalkeeper mid-price goalkeeper and you know they're gonna get a hundred and what hundred and forty points over the course of the season, but like you know that's coming unless you know you have an injury. So I, I always steer away from the rotating goalkeeper strategy. So that's why I have Pickford, the the diamond of my team. Yeah, yeah. No, I think well, I think I hold Pickford. I agree with you. You're you're gonna be okay. It's, it <laughs> no, was I'm a- not. I'm. They're probably gonna be relegated this season. They're probably gonna have like the most goals against and just continue to be god awful. And I'll look at my. I didn't watch season was performance goal, like, and just cry. Was the goal good? Like, was it a good goal? Like, did he have no chance of saving it? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I think it was like a cross. Um, okay. And uh, Cordova Reed was like on the backside and just put it in. Um, yeah. and I think looking at the underlying stats, like. Everton had an XG of like two, two and a half or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, missed some like at least one big chance. I think Neil Maupay. That's what I was gonna say. That's what happens when you play Maupay up top. Yeah, he can Walker. suck a big dick. I hate that guy. <laughs> I hate him too. He's Speaking like of sucking dicks, player. okay, I got a question for you, Jake. <laughs> okay, Would you okay. rather suck ten dicks one time or one dick ten times? This question comes from Bobby Love, and this is very important <laughs> for uh, our FPL teams classic uh yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of names you know associated with that this year 
from the real Dr. Close. Uh, I would say <laughs> one, I would say one dick 10 times less chance of uh, STDs. Oh yeah, that is, hopefully. that's a good point. I was kind of yeah. breaking it down and thinking like 10 dicks one time. Is that all at the same time? Cause that would be <laughs> very complicated. You'd have to have a big mouth or like really small penises. So that's yeah. like, a question that i have and maybe bobby can clarify what is what he was going for there but yeah i think yeah. that's fair you know like stis are a big risk i think uh in america there's probably uh more than one in one in ten people have an sti so uh, or have had an sti in the past so so you're really you're playing with fire there if you you do it uh yeah with 10 different dicks so that's fair that's smart jake good job I yeah I did also get a question written and I think it was like kind of last week that we didn't put in I think it was from Kenny uh he was wondering he said Jake's kind of sounding smarter of late hard to say but yeah probably probably uh, is this a real question Jake it was just like it yeah someone question. wrote in and said it. Jake's looking <laughs> really sexy he's the smartest guy yeah. I've ever heard talk about FPL heard he's super muscular what's going yeah. on well, he did write in, does, I'm going to squash this. Does he have Marco chained up in his basement? I live in Florida, Kenny, so we don't have basements. Uh, so no, he's chained up in my attic. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I do want to talk. I didn't, I'm surprised we didn't get any questions on this city. Uh, is there anyone you really want besides Holland right now? I mean, I I hope people bring in Rodri because I don't think he's going to continue to do well. But he, I saw he got another assist in the Super League game. Yeah. I didn't watch that against Sevilla, but I, I mean, it's kind of interesting with De Bruyne out now for a while. It's a little bit more like less congested, and it's like, does that make you want to bring in Foden or Alvarez at all? I think Alvarez could be. So I, I shouted this earlier in the season or in the preseason pods but i i shouted alvarez so i'm gonna stick to my guns and say i think he's still a viable option as uh as like a lower priced forward i don't know about foden i know that the kdb injury opens up opportunity in that lineup and like reduces some of the rotation that they can go with but i don't know I don't know what that means. Like, I don't think it's a like-for-like swap in terms of Foden's going to get all the opportunities that KDB would because I think they're different players. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm really in kind of a wait-and-see on City. I think looking at some of the statistics from last season, like, every all the, the data shows that, like, the chances were kind of spread out across the entire midfield, except mm-hmm. for Holland, who had, like, unreal numbers in terms of xg and goal involvement so i think at this point holland is the safe play if you want to try to get in early on one of those midfield options and it works out then you'll be you'll be sitting pretty but if you know you go foden and the guy ends up being Grealish who gets the secondary returns i think that's gonna that's gonna be problematic i i just don't know what to make of the situation right now so it's more of a wait and see situation for me rather than like a you know be an early adopter of one of the city mids and i do agree yeah. with you i think Rodri will not continue to perform because he sits so deep and i always think it's funny that so many people bring in center defensive mids um mm-hmm. guys who kind of sit in front of those center backs if they get a return early in the season because they are pretty low price like you know five or 5.5 but then they just end up not continuing to produce because they don't get those opportunities Hopefully that continues and hopefully I don't, you know, 
eat my words on the Rodri shout, but that's kind of where I'm at with City. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. Um, is there anything else you really want to cover about that game week, or should we go into like captain ideas slash team, what our team's going to look like this week? I think we can talk about our team structure going into game week two. I yeah. Like I said, I, I brought in Luis Diaz on a flyer. You made a transfer game week I are, one. Yeah. I I always do this too where I'm like, I'm going to hold my transfer and I'm going to bank it and I'm going to be sitting good for game week three to make a couple moves if I need to. But And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to bring in Luis Diaz and see how that goes. So that's I don't think that's it's a terrible change. move. I, I don't think it's a terrible move if you're going to hold him. I like his spot. Honestly, he seems pretty nailed on that role with Liverpool, and I, that's the player I'd move to as well for that team right now um, if I couldn't get to Salah. But I think my plan is to maybe get to Salah. So I did not make a move. I am sad that I am literally – like my entire team is away from home this week. No joke except Holland, who's captained. Um but I have Fernandez, Rashford, Martinelli, Saka in the middle. I have Richarlison on the bench, which I'll probably regret. And then I have Jackson and Pedro up top. And I have Gabriel Shaw and Estupinian. So I, you know, it's pretty much the same team, but they're all away from home. And I said I'll start Turner. All right, I have a question um, for you. I need some yeah. some help. So looking at my lineup, I have Chilwell, Shaw, Saliba, and Estupinian as my starting defenders. But yeah. I have Gabriel on the bench. Should I should I bring in Gabriel for Shaw? Do you think that's probably a better um, situation? I do think Shaw probably doesn't keep it clean this week, but honestly, I'd probably go with Shaw. I would have to look at if Crystal Palace tends to give up, like, free kick goals. They may be kind of bottom of the table for that, but I don't really see, like, Saliba or Gabrielle scoring a ton of um, returns. But they're also, like... I don't know. I'm always negative about Arsenal, so maybe just stick with Arsenal and because they're more likely to get the clean, I would guess. So yeah, and as bad as um, Man U looked, unless they you know have a major turnaround, and and maybe they will. Maybe they'll get the lineup right for mm-hmm. Spurs, but I don't know. As I'm looking at that, I'm like, why is Shaw starting over Gabriel? So I think I'm going to start Gabriel. But otherwise, like. Yeah. Um, just kind of rolling with the team and see how Diaz does captain Sala instead of Holland. So hopefully that pays off. Um, yeah. I mean, you're sitting good with two Liverpool players this week. It's not bad. So I like it. Um, all right. And I'm going to captain Holland. Is there anybody else? I don't really think so. Honestly, I think your other players that you'd even like just consider would be, like maybe Brighton, but it's they're away from home and Wolves weren't terrible, so I, I I don't like it. I I would just stick to Holland or Sala. So yeah, um, I think those are the two choices, and everyone has Holland. So if you don't have Sala, you know, yeah. you know easy, who to go easy. with. You know who to go with that big blonde fuck who's really good. <laughs> uh, all right, Are you talking so, about yourself again? Oh my god! Just, no, wow. no, not this case. Because uh, I don't score goals. So yeah, follow us on Twitter, um, FPL, Dive FPL. Follow us on the Art of the Dive Insta, and then we do have a website with merch. Um, trying to push that. I'll do a better job uh, after I'm done with work last last shift tonight uh divefpl.com 
um yeah we'll get this out and yeah i mean i hope i hope you get to watch some games um wait do we have more questions or no those were from last year okay good okay just that was it yeah (laughs) that was it so yeah all right Uh, i'm nick and i'm jake and remember you should dive